0: Hello and welcome to Real One of the Usuals Real Reviews, where we discuss the news, rumors, and trailers of our favorite and upcoming movies. I'm your host Will, and with me is my hetero life mate Marshall. Hey Say buddy. Hello. Hey buddy. <laughs> this is weird. I love it. And that's a weird. Uh, I'm I'm one leading the leading the show. This I'm alright with it. I'm on I'm on autopilot. <laughs> so this is our our first uh, episode of Real One. It's our second spinoff of the Usual Podcast. Um, so just sit back and imagine you're having a frosty beverage in your favorite theater as we turn down the house lights and start the show.
1: Nice, dude. I'm excited about this.
0: Me too. Yeah. Um, before we get into the actual sections of this show, I do want to point out, we did mention it on our usual podcast, but we are recording this on Back to the Future Day. Yes, Back to the Future Day. It is October 21st, 2015, the day Marty McFly went into the future. So what do you think? It's fictional.
1: And so, my whole thing is, (laughs) well, it's funny, we were in high school, and and students were catching wind of this, and people were talking about it. I'm like, so, as I was walking down the halls with my colleagues after our meetings today, I was like, so, I mean, well, like, it's back to the future. So, so what happens? What happens if all of a sudden, Marty McFly, young Michael J. Fox, just shows up, pops out of here, and just shows up in Fort Bragg? So now do we have two Michael J. Foxes?
0: Yeah, that's is why they had thing? to. That's why they had to avoid themselves.
1: Point is, fictional, but also awesome.
0: Yes, awesome. And I still want my ho- hoverboard.
1: Yeah, Josh made a fake hoverboard. It doesn't hover. It looks exactly like the one from the movie, though.
0: Pink and little yeah. strap and yeah, everything. That's amazing. That's yeah. awesome. Some of the
1: kids will bring it out and they mess around. Um,
0: with it. Right. So moving on, there is a parody of back to the future four which got put out a few weeks ago on youtube and so we just watched it and it's pretty darn funny they got christopher lloyd back they got michael j fox back for a line and they even got Lindsay. lohan they got Lindsay lohan to come in <laughs> which was pretty funny but it was it was a pretty entertaining little parody trailer of course they took bits and pieces from other pieces of work that the people had been in but it was pretty entertaining totally um and kind of in that vein uh Somebody also did a parody trailer for Jaws 19, which is, (laughs) which is the movie that is playing on the marquee when, uh, when Marty gets into the future and, uh, has the 3D poster that comes out and it tries to bite him and he's all freaked out and he goes, shark still looks fake.
1: (laughs) Well, the cool part about that trailer is that it tells you what all the ones in between were. And (laughs) so it's like robot Jaws. You know, Jaws in Love and all that. It was I don't know, that Fifty was cool. Shades of Grey. Oh, it was horrible, was, uh, but terrible. the
0: it was so funny. But it, that that actually reminded me of if you you still haven't seen the uh, Twenty One Jump Street movies, have you? I saw the first one. Okay, well the second one is hilarious right. too. But it totally is tongue in cheek in that it knows it's it knows it's a sequel, to it's re- a sequel? Yeah, exactly, and so. The, they reference it in two places, because, you know, in the first, they're actually on 21 Jump Street. Right. In this one, they, they got, because the first one did so well, they had better funding, <laughs> and so they had a bigger a thing across the street for 22 Jump Street. That's funny. And as they're going into the building for the first time, you look across and you see construction happening at 23 Jump Street. Right. So it's pretty funny. But at the very end of the movie, the credit sequence is them showing, like, the next 20, 21 Jump Street movies. <laughs> it's... Jump Street returns to Catholic school and goes to mime school, and it's pretty funny. And that's what just kind of what it reminded me of.
1: So, should we tell the folks that we're going to, we are going to talk about the Star Wars trailer? We are going to, yeah. The, <laughs> sorry, let's just, let's <laughs> not, let's not, I mean, not bury the lead. We're burying the lead too hard. We
0: are. It, <laughs> it is, it is Back to the Future Day, so that's why we had to touch on that. But it is also two days after the Star Wars Force Awakens trailer uh, got released. We are going to be talking about that since it is the biggest trailer of the week, but it will be at the end of the show. Right. So, Barrows, a few minutes. We're going to Barrows, talk about yeah. some other cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of stuff here. We're going to be talking about... Uh, I love these trailers. Uh, six trailers and a couple of movies. Um, first, we'll get to the, the the movies. There's two movies out in the theaters that I believe we both want to see. I know you want to see The Martian. I want to see The Martian. It's getting good reviews. It's Ridley Scott returning back Plus, to Plus, I love space. Damon. Damon's good. Um, and it, uh, did really well at the box office, but, sure. uh, releasing this last Friday was Bridge of Spies. Right. The new Tom Hanks movie, uh, Cold War. That look cool. looked cool. Looks really good. I'm really excited about it. Um, and actually kind of touching on my Pinterest page, it is, the, the, I put, I have a, a board on my Pinterest page, which is called One Sheet World. And it's just nothing of movie posters. And the most liked and re, uh, repinned movie poster on any of my boards is the poster for Bridge of Spies. Really? Totally took me by surprise that every day I get at least two or three new people.
1: Well, here's my thing, dude. Like, I think between now and the next time we do real reviews, it'd be nice we can talk about at least a movie that we've seen. So let's, we're, you know, between now and then, let's go see a movie together. We haven't been to movies yet since you lived here.
0: No, and actually, I, I can't even, oh, actually, I remember exactly the last movie we went and saw together. You and I? Yes. What was this? This was in two thousand two. Oh Lord. No, it was not. No. We've seen a movie since then. No. 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 It wasn't seen. episode two. No, it was two thousand two, but it was when we went it was Happy Hours Day. And we went and saw Dude Where's My Car. Oh my God. That was it, dude. Was that the last oh, movie no. we saw together? No, we saw, no, we saw movies together in Seattle. Didn't, Didn't we? we? I don't think
1: so. No, I don't think we did.
0: Cause we actually don't go we to the We went
1: to one movie together in Seattle, I remember, because it was at that theater, we went with Donna, and we were at the stadium seating, right?
0: I don't remember we mm. doing that. Anyway, okay. so, we've, va- actually, we pr- we can probably count on one hand the number of movies we've gone to see, right? We saw episode two, we saw Big Trouble, remember that? Yeah. The very first time either one of us had ever laid eyes on Sofia Vergara. I have no memory of this. Remember she played the, you? you sure it was me. Yes. Big Trouble. With, Tim Allen. And oh, Arisa, yeah. And okay. The, yeah. Okay. I just don't she know. She played the, actors, the housekeeper. Man. Yeah. No, that girl. <laughs> she's now, she's become a huge star on mm. Modern Family. Yeah.
1: I don't watch that show, but.
0: Yes. Anyways. <laughs> moving <laughs> back, on. Back to trailers. Back to trailers. So we're, we're both going to try to go see the Martian or Bridges flights this week. Totally. So we'll, we'd like to that. Um, we're going to move on to some trailers, uh, kind of staying in the vein of our, uh, geek, uh, and pop culture type stuff. Uh Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Okay. Has released their first trailer. Question. Yes. Can I ask a question?
1: Yes. Is that a thing? Can I do that during this? My question is this. Um fully aware of Pride and Prejudice. Fully aware of zombies. Yes. Um is this movie a comedy? A parody? Or like Scream, where it's like it wants to be serious, but it's ridiculous.
0: But it knows it's ridiculous. Right. All of the above. Hmm. It's That's based confusing. on a book. It's based on a book called Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. The okay. guy also wrote a book called Sense and Sensibility and Sea Monsters. Right. And then somebody else kind of did a not a rip off, but same vein he did a Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Okay. Okay. That was also already turned into a movie, did not do well, but this oh, one yeah, actually one. looks yeah. entertaining, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the guy who wrote the book is directing it, and the books are very well received. All right. Okay. So actually, I liked the trailer. I thought it was funny. Oh, the trailer was hilarious. Exactly. I don't think I can see that whole movie. Uh, no. And kind of going back to my, <laughs> kind of going back to my ratings, this is probably going to be one that'll be digital for me. Maybe. <laughs> I like the I trailer. Said for me. I like the trailer. Um, <laughs> Uh, also in uh, the geek uh, geek sort of vein here, uh, the X-Files released their latest trailer. Last week they did an animated short one. This one is called What If? And it, again, just kind of touches on all the, the hallmarks of what an X-Files is. And totally.
1: And what, when is this coming out? Because I'm very excited about this. January. I'm, yeah, we're only getting six episodes, but I'm, I'm pumped about this, man. And if they keep releasing trailers, I'm going to keep watching them. And it's going to increase my hype.
0: Yeah, I'm a huge uh, uh, X-Files fan. Um, I was... Paying attention to somebody, I can't remember if it was somebody from Sloator or whatnot, but they posted on Twitter. Uh, oh no, 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 it was um, Justin Cheng who does mm-hmm. uh, artwork. Uh, he always has a booth at Comic Con. I met him through uh, Dana Brazil uh, Salovey this year. Um, really good artist. Um, he actually just uh, was. Uh, he just posted some pictures that he did of. Uh, he did some artwork for the upcoming Marvel. Actual trading card set. Oh, okay. Not for the, the, the Marvel trading card or not the Marvel puzzle quest, but actual physical trading cards. Cool. Um, so he did some work for that. And, but he was talking about how he just rewatched the entire X-Files run.
1: I was thinking about doing that, dude, but I, I'm that, like, want to do Constantine and various other things, but I haven't seen him in so long. It's
0: entirely on Netflix. Oh, okay. and it's nine seasons. I know it's ridiculous. So it is, you're looking at And There's a reason I
1: haven't watched Dexter. Because it's just, it's so many seasons.
0: It is. Dexter's pretty good, though. Although I only watched the first three seasons. That's that part. Um But check out this X-Files trailer. It's really good. Um, my favorite trailer of the week is, uh, we talked about this on uh, on uh, the usual, but uh, The Man in the High Castle yeah. is uh, going to be on Hulu uh, in, uh, I believe, starting in uh, January, February, and it's based on the Philip K. Dick book.
1: And it's one of, if not my favorite, Philip K. Dick novels. And I, I really enjoy this story. I, like I said, I studied in college, and I really, I really dug the premise of the whole book. The trailer looked amazing. Yeah, well, I think they're doing it right. I'm
0: a huge fan of the alternate history genre because yeah. I'm actually a, a trained historian. I, this is what my degree is in. Um, I'm a huge fan of Harry Turtledove, who's a fantasy writer, but does uh, he's All like, he, yeah, stuff, he's yeah. Like, like the king of alternate history. The premise of Man in the High Castles it takes place in. Uh, Almost modern day America, but it's post World War II where the Axis powers won. And basically everything west of the, uh, of the Rockies is Japanese. Everything east of the Rockies is Nazi and right. there's slivers of resistance. It's pretty cool. It is a really cool concept. It's kind I of just like literally handed you the book. It is. Yeah. And I'm going to start reading it tonight. Yep. Um, it's, it seems like a, a highbrow version of like Red Dawn after Red Dawn happens. Okay. Totally. So I'm very excited about that. It's going to be a limited series on Hulu. Um, so I'm excited. It's getting more than just a movie. So it's, you're going to be able to delve into it more.
1: And, and I, and I'm with you and I have not, uh, jumped into, I, I think Kate, I think the wife did, but I can't remember. Uh, but Under the Dome, mm-hmm. I was a big, you know, like a, a, we've talked about before, I, I used to follow Stephen King's stuff a lot more. I haven't read his last, you know, 10 novels or so, but Under the Dome is one of the things I would like to go and read and then check out that series right. because I love stuff based on his stuff because his books are thousand pages long. They're very intricate. And so if you're doing all of these, if you're doing so much, I mean, granted, Man of the High Castle is not that long, but what I'm saying is if it's, uh, most books are more than a movie's worth of content.
0: Oh, Of course. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, exactly. There's one trailer coming out for a movie that is based on a true story. And it's called Truth. Hmm. Um, I'm a political junkie. Um, I love politics and all that stuff. This one is about Dan Rather and NBC News' CBS. CBS. Dan Rather was on CBS and his production team's uh, account of George Bush possibly being AWOL during his uh, work during Vietnam. Oh, right. Okay? When he was part of the Air National Guard in Texas. Um, and the fallout from all that. Um, looks really good. Incredible cast. Robert Redford plays So many uh, stars. Dan Rather. It's got Cate Blanchett. It's got... Um, uh, we just talked about her last week. She got cast in Doctor Strange, and they're looking at her for The Mummy. Um, oh. She was in the movie Constantine. Mm. Um, I can see her face. I'm drawing a blank. Anyway, so, yeah. Huge, a great cast. Uh, um, is that it, the one
1: Jeff Lewis is in? No,
0: that's Hail That's no, Sorry. <laughs> That's the other one. Um, so anyways, truth looks really good. Um, I'm really excited about it. It's funny. It, it, um, <laughs> then the, uh, uh, the next movie coming out is also based on a true story. It's called The Big Short. Again, a phenomenal cast. It's got, uh, Ryan Gosling and Steve Carell, Christian Bale. Um, huge cast. And it's basically it takes place during the, the housing crisis of 2008. And these people evidently saw it coming and shorted it. So they bet against the banks right. and made a ton of money when the banks couldn't.
1: That looks like a lot of not fun is not really the right word, but I love movies like this mm-hmm. where it takes something that really happened, gives us a perspective and is done well. And that, that trailer. There was really, a great awesome. movie
0: that came out a few years ago, um, that had Kevin Spacey was in it. Um, Paul Bettany, yep. um, and it was called Margin Call. Oh, I'm sure and I'm sure. it was really, really well done. Okay. Um, I actually have a digital. You've got to watch it. It's really cool. good. Let me. Have... Um, and then the last trailer we have for this week besides Star Wars, is probably the one I'm most excited about. <laughs> um, fun. I'm actually it's the new Coen Brothers film, and I'm not a huge Coen Brothers fan. I mean, I love Big Lebowski. Oh, I like fun. Fargo, Damn. but yeah. I'm not a big fan of like No Country for Old Men. No, you know, I didn't really like Fargo you know, even that much. I'm a big like, Le, Big Lebowski fan. Yeah, Big Lebowski's is great. Big, and this is big, more, big. yeah, and this is more in that vein. It's very tongue-in-cheek, very yeah. comedic, and it's called Hail Caesar. And it takes place back in the the Hollywood golden days, and where there you know you had big, huge movies that took up the entire studio budget and stuff like that. And um, it's and it's awesome, and it stars Josh Brolin and uh, George Clooney and Ryan Gosling and so many stars, and Jeff Lewis from the Guild and (laughs) Jeff Lewis, um, yeah. (laughs) So so many great people, and it looks really really good. Yeah, and it looks really really funny. The the way that. George Clooney plays it in the trailer is very reminiscent of how he played Oh Brother Where Art Thou. I was Thou? just,
1: I was thinking the same thing with the teeth. And well, the, an, that was another yeah, Coen Brothers movie. Right. And that right. is brilliant. I really like that movie. That dude. is
0: a great movie and a lot of people forget that, you know, because you know uh, George Clooney went on to win an Oscar for Syriana. He was nominated for Ides of March. uh, You know, all this stuff, but it started with that with his movies is he got a Golden globe nomination right. for a brother Art though. And actually I think he might've won the, the gold globe. Yeah, I think he did. He out. killed it. In that but it, that was great. That was <clears throat> an overall great movie. And I was actually working at a music store at the time. And that album sold over 10 million copies. Great album. It's a really good album of bluegrass stuff. So really cool. Hail Caesar is my pick for the fall so far that I can't wait. I mean, outside the, the obvious ones of, of, of star Wars and, and hunger games and stuff. But the one that kind of came out of nowhere for me is hail Caesar. No, that one looks, I, I'm, we gotta go see that yeah it does look great Um, so now we're on to our final one uh, Star Wars Episode 7 I was raised to do one thing but I've got nothing to fight for nothing will stand in our way I will finish what you started watch the trailer on monday during halftime of monday night football
1: and definitely tune in to our you know our episode that dropped on friday um you should be hearing this on a monday tuesday but um you know we talked a lot about our lead up to the force awakens trailer monday night football you know the trailers within trailers the the trailers trailering the trailers or whatever we were talking about and and we talked about our experience with the reactions and a lot of other folks reacting to the trailer. So this is kind of our time, yes. I feel like, to kind of sit down and be like, all right, what stood out to you? What do you want to talk about? And look, we're not going to do what we did like the first time. We don't really plan on going this frame from frame yeah. by frame. This is just going to be well, overall
0: excitement and thoughts about what we're looking for. Yeah,
1: and what we did the last time worked was fine. We did talk about it in the moment. But really, we both watched this a dozen times. Oh yeah, at least. And so I don't know, man. Where do you want to start? What do you want to do? I mean, let's
0: just let's just talk about it. Um, trailer kicked ass. The trailer did kick ass. What I love about the trailer, the way at least that whoever uh, Abrams has editing these for him is they're very similar to just kind of like what you expect from Star Wars. They're not real, like full-blown scenes that you're seeing in trailers right. like we saw in hail Caesar or the big short or whatever but in the way that these are edited they're much more punches of scenes it's and like you see like you it quick cuts with slow transitions if that makes sense
1: well you get a snippet but you don't get a full scene to where it's like well now i you know half the movie exactly which it's, most people hate in trailers but a lot of trailers still do right
0: it. like the, the scene where uh or the snippet where boyega bumps into uh, oscar isaac right and it just holds on Bolinga's facial expression.
1: Which okay, uh, do we want to speculate on? Can we speculate? We can speculate okay. a little
0: bit. I mean, I don't know what you want to do, man. It's your show. I'm just trying to speculate a little bit, yeah. but I, I don't think we should be doing any any spoilers that we know no, about. No, any. no, no. We're not going to go out of our way for searching what other people think. These are our ideas.
1: And as a precursor to this, like we said in the other show, and like we always say, whenever we're about to record something, I did not scour the internet looking for other people's reactions to this, uh, outside of. You know, Boyega and Daisy really crying at their own trailer. Um, I didn't, um, you know, scour the blogosphere to try to see, okay, so what does people think about these things? I don't know any of this and I know as much as anybody else who has been listening to our show and or, you know, just watching the trailers with us. So what I got out of that interaction, which is, I'm glad you brought that up, the interaction between, um, Boyega and, and, and um Oscar Dameron or, you know, Isaacs, a couple frames before that, what you see is you see Kylo Ren saying, I'm going to continue what you started basically. Right. Looking at the, the, the burned, uh, uh, Vader helmet. Yes. Right. So,
0: which I'm just curious how the heck he got that off Endor. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a whole nother Did story. Did he buy it on the black market? Well, look, he... That's what I don't know. I mean, or uh, there's, maybe there's some, something else going on there, which I just had an idea of, which we'll talk about in a minute. Here's what I, my theory on this is this. And it's not really a theory. It's just like, this is what, how it was spliced together. You see him looking at the, at the, at the helmet. Then you see his hand over Isaac's face.
0: His being Kylo Ren.
1: Kylo Ren. Uh, his hand over Isaac's face using some sort of force. And you can see Isaac's trying to resist it and screaming, right? Then you get this explosion mm-hmm. and then you cut away. To this moment where you see the voiceover is saying, and the dark side. Right. right." The, so Han is saying, yes, it's all real. And he says, it's the dark side. And that's when you see Isaacs come down from the thing and bump into Boyega. And then right after the bump and the look, it's, and the Jedi. Yes. So is Isaacs being possessed? Very im? emperor like in swotor kind of thing right. or is this just how they spice it together i don't know what do you think
0: yeah i don't know i this is the genius of editing and then editing is very important in hollywood and does not get its, its due right um i mean i know spielberg works with the same editor he has for years the coen brothers actually edit their own movies do they under a different name oh, and so they've funny. actually won the oscar <laughs> under a different name for editing how they go out there Actually, I I can't remember how they... Do they have some random people go up there? I I can't remember if they just say they're not here to accept their reward or something like that. (laughs) But everybody everybody knows it's them. It's really kind of cool. I think I like more... Because you're kind of touching on the fact that maybe Boyega is Force-sensitive a little bit. We know already from the previous teaser that he has Luke's... He's got the lightsaber. He's got Luke's blue lightsaber in his hand. The scene at the very end, which I didn't even notice when I was watching it on something with a poor... Signal, but when we watched it on high definition at right. a big screen, it worked today. Right. Um, you pointed out when you know he opens up his light, he like turns on his lightsaber. Yeah. When he's about to face Kylo Ren in the forest, and then Kylo Ren turns on his. When he turns on... up, <laughs> you just see this look of his face is astonishment like astonishment and fear. Uh, I'm out of my
1: league. Yeah, and that's kind of the impression you get. And it's like he might light it up and like I'm going to fight you, and I have this lightsaber, but it's like. Kylo Ren lights his stuff up and just comes at him. And, and I imagine Kylo Ren's fight style, very, you know, Sith marauderous, just like, I'm going to pound on you with this giant lightsaber until you're dust. Right. And, and I don't know. And you're right. There was that, that moment of just like, Oh, I'm oh crap. Am I out of my league? And I, and I, so are you arguing he's not force
0: sensitive? No, I'm just saying I don't know, and I'm excited to find out. But I will say right now, my favorite thing about the trailer, Mm. and it's been this way with all the teasers, but it was very prominent in this one, is the appearance of atmosphere and weather. Mm -hmm. Okay? Because in the original trilogy, you know, the, the what people say, the good trilogy, it either took place in space... Or on very inhospitable worlds like Tatooine or Hoth, right. or Where it was even all kind Endor, of one element. one weather element, one right. climate, mm-hmm. right? Now I'm sure that was for ease of shooting and whatnot. And then when you got to the the prequel trilogy, you really again don't see weather come into effect except for on Camino, Camino, yeah. right? And in that, it's very green screen. You can see it's all CGI, right, right, everything. But something that Abrams has really been doing is going back to to Practical effects. Yeah. And so when you see the X-Wings flying over the lake, you see the water. And you know some of it's CGI. Oh, sure. But it's it's realistic looking. Not a grease screen. But my favorite is in this scene where it's at night. And you see Kylo Ren with his crew behind him. And he lights his broadsword. And it's just pouring oh, yeah. rain and they look drenched and, and they look drenched and you know the 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 lightsaber is shining off the the, the drain the raindrops right. and it's not like the fight between Jango Fett and Obi-Wan yeah, and absolutely. Kamino where it took place and it, it looked like that they were fighting in rain under an umbrella because right. never, neither one of them ever looked to see not super wet exactly <laughs>
1: I'm with you man and I I, I liked speaking of you know, obviously, this is CGI because TIE Fighters aren't a thing. But, you know, when the TIE Fighter takes that turn over the lake, yes. you know, kicks up the water, the yes. x Wings are going after. I mean, there are moments like that. And on that same note, the way that he did the hyperspace, the way he shot it, uh-huh. like how, you know, usually you're in the cockpit and then the hyperspace comes at you. The way they did it in the trailer was you see it, you know, the, the, the star field. Go into Starlines and then go into the hyperspace tunnel, and then you see the ship coming through. Yep. I thought that was freaking amazing. Yeah, um, so I, stuff like that makes me very excited. Yeah,
0: two things about this sort of idea about these practical effects and CGI looking practical, right? Um, is these are obviously going to, Star Wars is obviously going to get nominated for some Oscars for the technical awards. Oh, which not? It's, it's funny because Phantom Menace was nominated for all four technical Oscars, right? But did it lose all of them? It did to The Matrix. Oh, um, poor timing. <laughs> and then, yeah, because The Matrix was just groundbreaking. But then you think about it, the Speed is a two time Oscar winner because it won two right. editing awards. And it's like, even in popcorn fluff, there are great elements of filmmaking. Right. And these people are so talented. And you can see certain watershed moments in certain films. Um, and I'm kind of going to go back. It's like you, Star Wars mm-hmm. was, I mean, you'd seen space movies before and how they, they went onto the battle stations or whatever, but it, the way that they did the trench run. Sure. With Legos. Right. Or not Legos, uh, Legos and battleships of right. all things toys on a miniature scale was groundbreaking. So cool. It was, it was new. When uh, Beauty and the Beast happened and you have the waltz scene at the very end where you had, um, in an animated film, not only the the principal characters moving, but the camera angle moving at the same time, right. it was the first use of... You get just, that sweeping. Exactly. Kind of, yeah. It was mm-hmm. the first time they'd ever done that in animation, which is now old hat. Fairly. But time, it was really? groundbreaking. The first time you see Monsters, Inc. Oh, yeah. And Sully ends up on the Out in the Himalayas with the, (laughs) but you see the snow on his individual hairs and the hairs and the hairs rippling the way they was so groundbreaking in its CGI. Is I mean that was all CGI because it's a computer animated movie, right? But you know what I mean? It was so realistic in its aspect.
1: Um, And so I'm with you, man. And yes, they're gonna. I can't imagine them not winning. Hello, awards, right? Uh, so I have one other little thing I would like to talk about with you only because I want to.
0: Um, the only thing is the, you know, cause we've seen teasers Mm -hmm. so far, we've seen teaser trailers, um, which are important in and of themselves, but it's teaser trailers by definition are mostly voiceover. If anything, right, you might get one line, for example, like the we're home line, Mm -hmm. right? Other than that, it's not a lot of dialogue, if any. Um, And they don't tend to focus on any individual character. You right. get snippets, quick snippets. This trailer obviously focused on the characters of Ray and Finn. Ah, uh, yeah. So it's Daisy Ridley and John Boyega. We know that they're going to be the Spain stars of the role. You started getting uh, more dialogue, like Kylo Ren. You guys started getting more dialogue from Han Solo. Did we get the answer
1: to if he's a stormtrooper or not? I mean, I think we kind of did. I think we it, Or he
0: was a TIE fighter pilot? Again, this is where the way it gets edited. Well, he's not a TIE fighter pilot because that would have been a black suit. I agree, but... But he could have been piloting it out of need or something like that. Maybe. But the way that it's edited and the way that the trailer makes it seem and the way the voiceover is done, it makes me think that he was a stormtrooper, raised to be a stormtrooper, and now with the...
1: He realizes he's Force-sensitive at some point?
0: With the fall of the Empire and... His, well, I mean, he's too young to have been there during the fall of Endor. Right. But the crumbling of the remnants of the Empire, which okay. we still haven't gotten enough information We're on. Right, we don't have much of that. With that, and, and we get the
1: feeling that this is going to be the rise of, of what is going to become the new Empire. Right,
0: the First Order or... First you know, Order, yeah. yeah. And his possibility of the awakening of his Force sensitivities, right. if that's what it is. It changes his, his focus. And right. so I think he is actually, cause in the original teaser, we were hypothesizing that he was actually a resistance fighter right. in disguise as a stormtrooper. I think he was a stormtrooper and he escapes the, the, the element.
1: Okay. So is this who Luke is talking to? And is this who Leia is talking to at the end where she says, let it in? Right? Cause that's Leia's voice at the end, correct? Is it? Or is I that Ridley?
0: No, I was actually thinking it was, um. It's a woman's voice. Yeah, I thought it was, uh. Two choices. No, three. I thought it was, uh, the, the chrome guard. The chrome trooper.
1: No way. You don't think that. What? You think it's Quinn and Christy talking about the Force? Maybe she's a
0: Force sensitive
1: trooper. Oh, no, don't, don't do this. You're ruining my whole idea. Cause um, honestly, I don't know. I don't know whose voice that I is. I don't
0: know Ridley or Christie's voice well enough to pick it out. Okay. It, to me, it did not sound like Leia. All right, all
1: right. Well, I'm with you. That's fine. What I'm trying to figure out is, at some point, Luke is. We we are we're speculating maybe, based on that other teaser, but it was also a rehash of the original line. So I don't know if that appears in the movie, but Luke is talking to somebody. You have that power too, right? And at the end, we get the, let it in, right? Right? Uh, are we are, are we talking to Finn here? Are we talking to? You know, this is kind of what I've been trying to get at here, because what I'm confused about, and what I love, there's one other aspect of this whole thing I want to talk about, but I like to think that he, very much like the character's name just flew out of my head, but in the EU, the um, pilot who is Force-sensitive, anyway, there's a pilot in the EU whose name escapes me currently, but anyway, he uses his force sensitivity when he's in the cockpit, right? Right. And he, and he is very adamant about nobody else knowing that he's force sensitive, right? Like outside of his inner circle. Right. And he's got the wife and he's got the kids, right? The point about it is, is that's kind of what I'm thinking that Finn's character is going to be like. Like, you know, he's a stormtrooper, raised to be a stormtrooper. All of a sudden he realizes, holy crap, I have something else going on. And then. Now he's, you know, he's, he realized he's force sensitive.
0: Yes. I can totally see it going that way. Okay. And it totally feeds into, and this is pure speculation where I said I wasn't going to, I'm speculating this because it totally just dawned on me. Mm -hmm. Is what if he, what face? Finn is a stormtrooper that is assigned to Kylo Ren's unit? Okay. Right. Like where he's Hmm. serving under him. Right. We already know that Kylo Ren loves artifacts. Yep. He has the, the burned out. Shell of a helmet, right? Mm-hmm. What if he had secured the blue lightsaber from Cloud City where Luke lost it?
1: And sent him after it?
0: Well, no. Just that he had it. Okay. I mean, or he sent him after it, or he had it. But because you gotta remember, before Luke, that belonged to Obi-Wan, and before Oban it was. It, it was a anakin. Anakin's. Yeah. So if he's trying to get artifacts of Darth Vader, that's a prime one to get. Oh, yeah. Right? So. If that was it, and Boyega somehow stumbles into his collection. Okay. And very similar to in the Lando comic, how things sort of came to oh, life. when okay. Kind of know, spoke to him. Kind exactly. Of thing? Okay. Then he would realize, okay, this is not right. And he had to fight his way out. And the first weapon he saw was a lightsaber. Okay. And it happened to be that one. All right. And that's how he gets the lightsaber.
1: Maybe. So maybe he's not force sensitive at all.
0: Well, I think he might be. Because he wouldn't have recognized. Oh yeah, okay, okay, his. I see where you're going. All right. So um, I'm I'm thinking that might be how he gets it. Okay. I'm with you. I wholeheartedly support you. in that. But that seriously, seriously, while we're having this discussion, that's that came up to me while we we're talking about. Cool so man. Said, yeah, one more thing, you want? I have to
1: one discuss? more thing I want to talk about because you know we don't want to spend all night on this, but uh I loved the trailer. Yes. There was one thing that I, I've spoken to you about and a couple other folks. And again, didn't go on the internets looking for reasons, but we spoke about on the last podcast, um, that came out, you know, a couple days ago. Uh, (laughs) somebody's not on the poster. Yes. You know, we're missing Luke on the poster. When I watch this trailer, you see Han. You see Leia for the first time. You see Han and Leia. Embracing. You see Han and Leia hugging. Um there's a if we're assuming that Luke is that hooded character, hooded figure putting his hand on, on R2D2, R2. that's yet uh, only the only glimpse in this trailer that we get of Luke Skywalker. Right. Super brief. Like even briefer than before like the moment he reaches out it's gone. Yeah, Like it's super quick. Um my thing with this is, is, is this. And I, I, I have to, again, look at how it's edited together. So there's a string of events that happens. You see Daisy Ridley over some figure or over, you know, something in front of her crying. Then you cut over to people reacting. You have Han, Chewie, every, you know, looking at something and reacting to something, right? Um, you have
0: Han consoling Leia.
1: You have Han embracing Leia basically saying you know obviously Leia's upset. What is everybody so upset about it? Upset about who's missing? Right? I can't help even though I hope it's not true because by the gods if they take Luke from us I don't know what I'm going to do. But are you with me? Like I, well, I don't never- know what yeah.
0: You guys I, remember there was what, like nine months ago or whatever there was the rumor that he was gonna die in the first one and he'd be in the eight and nine as a force ghost? Sure. But but my thing is, dude, like if
1: the the a lot of the rumors that I have heard, and if we're going to rumors really quick a lot of the rumors I heard early on was that it's going to be Han because he doesn't want to be in the movies, right? right? Which we're we're past that point.
0: Yeah, actually, I think with him having fought through a broken leg on set and mm-hmm. and reworking it, I think he realizes at this point in his career not I mean, not that he shouldn't look a gift horse in the mouth, but this is a big deal. It is, and I think because of the way, I mean, because he he had known. Lucas for a long time. Sure. They, they did American Graffiti together. Yeah, I love that movie. Um, but the way that he left the, the series left a bad taste in his mouth. Yeah. I think the way that JJ Abrams has treated it very reverentially, but still a look to the future. Yeah. Yep. Might have brought him back to that idea.
1: And I'm with you, man. And, and, and that was kind of my takeaway from it. It's like, where was Luke? Why don't I have Luke? And everybody's really upset about something, you know, and, I don't want that to be true, but at the same time, I feel like at this point it it's kinda of, something like that's gotta have to happen. And I don't wanna say Luke's gonna die. He's not in the poster, he has to die. You know, J.J. loves throwing curveballs at us, too. Yeah,
0: and the thing is, you know, who still we have not seen? We still haven't seen Lupita Nyong'o's character. Nope, we still haven't. haven't seen Dom Hall Gleason's character. We still yeah. haven't seen Andy Serkis' character.
1: Although, on the poster, there's a little tiny figure. Yeah, but I'm saying in video. Right, right, right.
0: In actual, you know... Uh, I'm with Cinematic, you. we haven't seen that. Right.
1: Yeah, and so, I don't know. Overall, a couple other things I want to point out. There's the moment where the Falcon is escaping... And the the choice of music with the Leia theme, mm-hmm. oh my god, that was great. And then there was that moment where you have Boyega and Ridley together talking to Han mm-hmm. and him confirming, yeah, all of it's true. The Jedi, the Sith, like or the Jedi, the dark side, all this is true. The trailer was done really well in the fact that it also didn't give us any more story than we exactly. wanted. You what know? I
0: love about the interaction between Finn and Ray and Han is that in the original trilogy, Han was the skeptic. Yeah. Now you know, he's a believer. <laughs> now he's the one not only the believer, right. but he's the one imparting the knowledge down to a younger generation. He's like, "Look, all of this is real." Exactly. <laughs> he's like, "We they're like we've heard
1: stories." Like, "Yeah, dude, it's real." You know? And I think that's really important. Um, uh some of the like you said the imagery with Kylo Ren and his faction in the rain, um that moment of of the chrome trooper walking. Um With the flowing with the, behind I mean, him. i mean, oh, so sick. There was some really cool shots in this, and I'm really glad they didn't give us more story stuff. No. Overall, A plus trailer.
0: A plus A+ trailer. Phenomenal trailer. Anything else? Uh, I cannot wait for December 17th, and we have our tickets.
1: And if you and if and if you're wondering, what they have tickets. Please listen to the last podcast. It was amazing. We talked about all our ticket consumption. No, we bought tickets. We have friends coming up. We're going to do a whole thing. It's going to be great. Uh, we're going to do some podcasting. We're having a lot of guests. We have some friends, uh, geek friends coming into town.
0: Uh, uh, I'm thinking to I might be doing some uh, periscoping or meerkatting while we're in line or some of the events for that night.
1: Yeah, I think that's very important. So we'll keep you up to date on all that stuff. But we're less than two months, man.
0: We are. We are less than two months. Um. Can't wait. So pumped. That's pretty much it for yeah. this episode, first issue, uh, first reel of Real Reviews. Um, we would love to hear any of your feedback because this is a new venture for us. And, uh, um, we just want to thank you for tuning in to the usual Real Reviews. We welcome all feedback. Uh, if you have any comments or questions or want to read the blogs discussed on the show, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com, email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com, and find us on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, and our Network. You can also reach me on Twitter at Griggs. You can find Marshall at, at Darth Pops. Uh, we're on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, so please take the time to give us a positive rating, like and share us on all of your social medias, and uh, check out some of our sponsors. We've got Audible 30-day trial at audible.com dot trial.com slash the usual podcast and also patreon.com slash the usual podcast we are doing this because we just love giving you guys great content um we have a great time doing these shows i do um but you know every little bit helps to help offset our server costs um a little bit of news forgot to totally mention this unusual podcast so this is a spoiler for our real what's reviews happening? what's happening this is a spoiler for our real reviews uh people i created a usual oh, podcast app bonus um, it is going to be available on iTunes and the Android store uh, sometime in the next couple of weeks. So if Sweet. you want to uh, have a link to our social medias, have a link to our guild, and a link to our ongoing news feed, um, please check that out. That's a usual Re- Real Reviews exclusive. Real Reviews exclusive. Um, That's badass. It is. So I'm, I'm excited about this. This is the second of our three spinoff shows that we're going to yeah. be starting Um, So, uh, be sure you come next week and listen to the usual podcast, but also to our new show that we're going to be featuring around universes, first starting with the Arrowverse. Indeed. Thanks again, and we will see you next week. Boom.